We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Today, the Open Championship. Best bets, the gold, the silver, the bronze to get you ready for maybe some of the larger wagers that you want to make, or maybe even things to fade. Who knows what you do with this information? That is up to you. I will be wasting money on my three bets. Maybe Cam and Rob can talk me into some of their favorites. The Listener's League is almost full. If you want to get your spot, the link is down in the description. Remember to smash the like and sub to Mayo Media Network. And I want to bring in Cam and Rob, who are both playing through a little bit of pain. Cam, how you feeling, buddy? I'm glad you finally got your surgery, but post-surgery is never any fun, is it? No, I thought it was going to be a piece of cake. Like when I'm, listen to my doctor's name too. You're not even going to believe this shit. His name is Lancelot, like Robin Hood style, tin, like tin can. Great doctor though. He was actually really cool with me. Remember, they go, I'm in the gown. He's like, strip it. They get a marker, ding, 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 draw a little box. And next thing you know, I hit the gas and, uh, the party was over. I woke up. I go, this is a piece of cake, Pat. And then I realized the drugs wore off. Then <laughs> things got real. <laughs> oh, that's devastating. But you're, you're feeling good enough to make some picks for the Open, though. I was going to show you guys this thing, but I'm prob- that's probably a really bad idea. But uh, it's pretty gross. You can yeah. see, we, we can see it. If, if you're comfortable showing us, I'm comfortable looking at it. I don't know, man. Do, do, do you think we should do that nah, l- later on? Later on, let's just get the picks going, and then maybe I'll uh, loosen up. I'm gonna say I, I can we'll blur see. it out if it's you know, not so. If it's not, if it's NZ17, I can blur that out. I, I have a oh, soft look at that thing. Oh, oh boy, wow. Jesus! Oh God! Okay, much look at that, and I'm and I'm doing fucking shows. Oh, Cam, see that? See that bruise? And I and it's basically like somebody's lips, and you stapled them. Ding, 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 ding. I got twelve staples in there, and see that bruise? That thing's the size of a fucking country. It's mm-hmm. huge. It Thank God it's not on my uh, ball sack yet, but it's getting closer. <laughs> Did they give you good meds at least? Hey, this is the thing about doctors. You ask them for oxy, oh, you might get hooked. So what? You're giving me Tylenol? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that works. Like that's the thing, right? Like these guys, like they have to understand something not everyone's going to get hooked on drugs but when you have like people like ripping out stuff from your stomach like mm-hmm. i want the best drugs possible i'm just saying like uh thank god my girlfriend's a pharmacy she uh hooked me up with some stuff 
Excellent. If, if they don't give you the good drugs, then people just resort to self-medicating anyways. It could get even more dangerous that way. Great call, Pozzola. Like, that's the thing, right? The guys, be, they're giving me Tylenols. Like, it's it's basically like, not even the ones with codeine. Like, I'm just like, okay, like, this is doing nothing. But anyway, these doctors are ooh, afraid. Rob is suffering from something else, not quite as intense as Cam is right now, but... Rob, um, have you recovered from your back nine gag at the Mini Putt World Championships? <laughs> I was wondering where this was going. So first and foremost, uh, no, I haven't recovered from that. When I get into the competition and like things that I think I'm good at, like mini golf, which by the way, everyone on earth thinks that they're good at mini golf. It is really depressing when you end up losing in that fashion. Those stupid volcano holes that they have in mini golf where you have to like make the perfect putt or else it's just going to come down the other side side i hate stuff like that but pat i have not recovered i actually still have the scorecards uh here next to me that i look at every day as a reminder of my failure and uh practice to practice my putting more it was a very You're leading i uh i don't think i i think i was leading after one and i think that was the only time oh, i left okay. the entire match yes. Ruf, rufus is a better putter than me i was a, i don't know why, why the odds made me favored everyone was betting me to win like i'm some extraordinary putter a guy's like an eight handicap i'm an 18 people are betting me but i i did win the practice round and i think that got a lot of people excited uh unfortunately the real round i felt the pressure and uh it was a big big time gag job basically xander final round type of stuff yeah yeah you're shuffling yes from yeah. one to t42 <laughs> so so did did it uh, like enlighten you at all to the struggles that maybe some of these golfers go through when they're trying to actually close out or you hear the the great like oh man he's having such a such a great he loves links courses and you know he's playing great in these practice rounds maybe that doesn't actually mean anything yeah i, I mean I, i've always felt that way i think that there's like people that are who who are just anti-clutch right who just when they get into the big moments they're going to feel the pressure and they're going to cave it was like Kirk Cousins primetime for years, right? It was like, okay, great quarterback when he's playing Sunday at 1 p.m., throw him under the lights, and all of a sudden the guy can't throw a pass anymore. Tony Romo, same thing. So I, I've always believed in that. Me personally, I know that I'm anti-clutch. Like as soon as, as soon as you put pressure on me in any situation, I automatically fear the worst instead of trusting in my abilities. I played the entire 18 of mini golf like thinking about failure and what will happen if I miss this putt. It's not a, it's not a good way to play. So I do believe in that stuff, Pat. All right. Well, let's get to the gold picks. The gold pick I have for the people out there is one of you because I'm giving one of you $2,000 if you enter the Mayo Media Draw. If you've already smashed the like and subbed to Mayo Media Network on YouTube, boom, you get three ballots. Sorry, five ballots in the draw. That's easy stuff. Ten ballots goes to anyone who subscribes or has previously subscribed to the Mayo Media Newsletter. That's completely free. That's down in the description. The big one, 15 apiece. Subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars, the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, or rate it five stars, subscribe, and download on Spotify Podcasts. You can do both if you want to and get 30 quick ballots into the draw for $2,000. And anytime that you share the show around or any of my tweets around or Facebook posts, whatever it might be this week, that's one ballot per share, unlimited, by the way that you get into that draw. I'll be announcing the winner with Jeff on Monday's recap show, so please go do that now. The actual gold pick that I have this week, I'm going with a Kiwi cam. Daniel Hillier, plus 220, 
top 40. He's on a run on the European tour right now. And he was actually playing quite well at the Scottish Open until the very final day ended up coming T54, but he still ended up top 10 in ball striking for the week. Off the tee and approach, both top 10. Can't really chip or putt, which is not great, but if we can get like an okay putting week from him at Royal Liverpool, I mean, he won the Betfred British Masters. He was third before that. He was fifth three weeks before that. He has one miscut in between, but it just seems like because no one knows who he is on this side of the pond that we're getting pretty juicy odds. And plus 220 for a top 40, I think is actually pretty good. It's amazing. This guy, if you watch golf, this guy's actually on a heater. Hey, Pat, do you know I had Robert McIntyre 90 to 1 to win last week? That was fun. Thanks, Rory. Oh. First time he ever hits like a bo- couple bombs. Like, hey, fuck off. <laughs> anyway, I, I actually cashed out some of it, but it could have been real sweet. No, but people don't know, Pat, there's a lot of these guys like on the European tour. He's on, he's on a heater. Like uh, Yannick Paul's like one of those guys. He, he could play well. Like, I, I agree with you. I think that's a great pick for top 40 getting that kind of number. That's fantastic. Yeah, maybe we can come up with some sort of top 40 parlay by the end of the show. That would be fun if you guys have Actually any have one. You have one? Rob, do you have a top 40 or is it all nationality props? Racist Rob wants to separate everyone by ethnicity. No, no, no. no. It was Cam <laughs> with I, all nationality props. That's me who did that, props. and I'm done with that now. I got so many tricks up my sleeve. I got, I'm a new magician, man. I got tricks. The other guy, he's fired. That shit was so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. You like Victor Perez, top Frenchman? Oh, dead last. That's, I'm... I'm fucking done with that shit. I got other stuff, Pat, that you're really going to like, the really different angles I'm taking this week. Well, I like that. But, Rob, what's your gold pick? All right. Um, this is going to be very similar to the last time we did this, where I'm always, like, looking for ways that I could play Scheffler. Oh, in a- I, knew, I knew it. No, I was wait. just going to say Scheffler, Scheffler, Scheffler. Hey, everybody, Scheffler. I bet him to win. Again. I bet him to win. That's so amazing. That, that's my bet. <laughs> Yeah, I no, did bet him to win awesome. as well, but I want to. I don't want to give out the. Um, you know, I, I want to go for some shorter odds as the gold pick, right? I don't want to. Anyways, I went to bed last night. Scheffler was minus one ten, top ten. He's now minus one forty, so I had to scratch that off the board. I'm gonna do a pivot here, and I'm gonna take that the winner is from the USA at plus one twenty. Good bet. I think this is closer to fifty fifty. I went through the field summed up like roughly what I think the probabilities are. And I get, you know, you look at, at the history at the open championship. I think it's only four of the last 13 years that an American has won, but Scheffler is a machine. I think he's very live and honestly still undervalued in pretty much every tournament he plays when you consider his run of form. But I actually like a lot of the other top American guys. I always like Kepka at majors. Fowler is in good form. Maybe he peaked a, a little bit a couple weeks ago, but I think he's still very much in the mix. Spieth has missed like three of the past five cups, uh, five cuts, excuse me. But you look at the track record at the open, uh, the way he plays these link style courses, you have um, everyone else that's in the mix. Morikawa, obviously, who's won before. Uh, Cantley and Shoffley, I know you'll say, Pat, about them like not winning, but they do have a small percentage chance of winning. I really like the field for the U.S. that's that's in here right now. So plus 120, I like those odds. I think it should be closer to a pick and again, it's just another way that I can find a way to bet on Scheffler in some capacity. Well, although I don't think that Xander's going to win, I'm looking at the fantasynational.com thousand simulations of the tournament right now. Uh, and if you go to fantasynational.com slash mayo, you can get yourself 20% off at the open this week. Maybe get some Barracuda, the Cuda in your life too. But Xander Shoffley, 
wins the most in the 1,000 simulations with 71 out of 1,000, which would make him 14 to 1 by this probability. I'm not going to trust the computer on this one, though, because you know, that's, <laughs> that, that's not factored. He needs to go get some new, new microchips because that's fucking stupid. This guy's got, like, you watch Xander Shoffley play? He, yeah. I don't care if he's got a lead going into Sunday. He ain't winning this damn tournament. If he wins, I'll jump through a window. Uh, don't, don't get yourself that held one. to that. <laughs> You don't want to reopen do your. You don't I'll want to do reopen your wound. Pat. Yeah, your wound. You're, you're right, actually, I got a lot of problems. Well, uh, I think he. I think he's already committed. Oh, I think you've already committed to jumping through a window. So I'll hold you to that one. Okay, it better be thin pain. Well, not yeah, like really thick. Me and Pat get to select the window. I think would okay. be fair. <laughs> okay, so Cam, you have new angles. This yes. is the Open Championship. Uh huh. Let's hear them. Well, I did. Uh, Eight guys to make the cut, seven, six, whatever. Let's just go with the one I got here. Nice, nice and easy. What do we got here? Hold on. Just let me scroll. <laughs> Scrolling. Oh, here we go. Plus 124 to make the cut parlay. Scheffler. Smith. Rom. Kepka. Hatton. I also did one adding Morikawa and Fox for a seven banger. But it pays plus 124. Scheffler, Rom, Smith, Hatton, Kepka. Let's go. Make the cut. I like it. Uh, I don't like to normally go, like when I play the to make the cut parlay, just because I want them to pay out so much money. Um, yeah. That I usually go, like I don't like to put, like what's Scheffler to make the cut? Like minus 700 or something? Yeah, yeah. you're right. I should have like dug a little bit deeper. More Ryan Foxes and a couple other dudes. Like maybe Bjork. Oh, Bjork. There we go. Yeah, I like I like Bjork. Yeah, Scheffler's like minus 900 to make the cut this week. So, yeah, like, yeah. Can, can we, yeah, Fox is minus 200. So, what if we, let's try to make one up here on the fly. A, a four banger to make the cut. Maybe okay. we can get it to pay around 10 to 1. See if that can so work this out is, for us. This is gold slash um, fool, fool's gold, cubics, or whatever. It's a, like, let's split it in half. Let's do one with more value. Okay, Pat, I want I want Ryan Fox in it. Okay, one sec here. Fox, Keska the Fox, eh? There we I, are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colin Morikawa. Morikawa is minus 350. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go for a couple other guys. Adam Scott. Okay. Adam Scott is minus 225. And you guys can select the last one. Uh, hmm. Uh, Bryson. No. Why? Uh, Bryson's going like, to be good no. this week. I don't care. I, I, I think I, so, I, too. No, it's personal. No. <laughs> okay. Hatton, you guys tell me, Hatton or Smith or Kepka? Why not Shane Lowry? Why why not Robert McIntyre? Bobby Mack. What, the guy who like almost won for me last week? Yeah. <sighs> this would come full circle. How about, almost won for him last week, and he's the guy that loses for Cam this week. Exactly. You know what? Okay, how about Corey Connors? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll take McIntyre, please. Okay, Thanks. so McIntyre at minus 250. So Mac, four leg, Fox, Morikawa, Scott, and McIntyre pays plus 290. Ding dong for a four banger? Yeah. Let's roll. So I, I'm going to roll one out here for you. Thank oh, you. boy. This is going to be a lot of fun. Let's see here. Where's Kurt Kitayama at? There he is. Put Patrick Harrington in one, too. I think yeah. this guy actually could be in contention. Uh, the, the site where I'm trying to parlay to make the cut, uh, they don't actually have him listed as one of the options. Of course so, they don't. So mm. that, that's no fun. Sneaky. It's tough. That's All right. Dirty. So, so I, I, I have a four banger that pays plus 576. It is mm. Corey Connors, Denny McCarthy, Byun Hun Ann, and Kurt Kitayama. 
funny you mentioned that, Pat. For my uh, top 40 parlay, I have Lingmurth. Take me to your Lingmurth on Bjork and Ramsey. It pays a shitload. I would imagine. Wait till I end up with like a Hillier, Ewan McPherson, Matthew Southgate top 40 parlay. And then Ewan gonna... McPherson's playing well, buddy. I know, I know he is. actually got game. I, I like... Don't worry about the Scots. They're, and R- Richie Ramsey was like 300 to one. He played pretty well last week too. Yeah, Richard... No respect for Scotland. None. I mean, they're liking Bobby Mack. Bobby Mack is like a bigger favorite than Keegan Bradley who just won an elevated event on the PGA Tour. Who gives a shit? I'd take Bobby Mack over <laughs> Keegan Bradley and, 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 at Hoylake. Damn right I will. Don't you? Well, you like Keegan Bradley this week? I don't know. He plays terrible. But it's just, it's funny that you have a guy who's won a major. He's won like three times in the past year. Yeah. And all, all right. of a sudden, Bobby Mack's better than him. It's just kind of funny. But Bobby Mack knows these courses. That's the thing. And Keegan Bradley, not so much. That's why and Bobby Mack's a good golfer. Well, it's unfortunate because Keegan's really only good in the Northeast. So this isn't in the Northeast of Britain. It's in like, you know, the Mid-Southwest or something like that. So I, I wonder if geographically that works out regardless of the country that he's in. The White Cliffs of Dover? Yeah, like if he played in hey. Newfoundland, he'd win the Canadian Open. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if he played here, he'd probably do that too. So You're right. He, he, he could Bradley they'd put him on the radar in Halifax. He'd crush. Yeah, okay, get him out to sure. Cabot and he'll be fine. So, Rob? <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Silver picks for you, sir. Uh, I'm going to go to a um, a three-ball matchup here. You love three-ball uh, matchups. You know what? I, I, I just like betting, Pat. It doesn't really matter what it is. But yeah, there's one in particular that stands out to me um, because I, I don't want to crap on the other two guys, but... Uh, one of them is Bobby Mack that I'll be betting against. The other is Minwoo Lee. I'm actually, I like both of them, but Tony Finau is in that group. So they've priced Tony Finau at plus 160, and I like him a lot at that price. Uh, that's nothing against the other two guys, but. You're ripping Minwoo Lee and Bob McIntyre finished second last week? I don't no, know about I'm not, that, Pizzola. I'm not, I'm not ripping them. I'm just betting against them because I think that the market has overcorrected on these guys. Okay. I mean, I think you, you look at Tony Finau. Open Championship, T28 or better, last six starts there. I know he's not playing his best golf so far this season, but I think now that there's like this correction, and I frankly, I would never see Finau listed in a three-ball matchup against Minwoo Lee and Robert McIntyre. That's not to say that they're terrible golfers by any stretch of the imagination, but I looked at that field. I said, 
well, I mean, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Finau at plus 160. I think he's a much better golfer, not excluding the chances of everyone else, either of those other guys winning. Minwoo Lee's a little bit concerning because he has like that low ball flight, which I think could really help in the win. He can also bomb it. I I, I like him, generally speaking. I think he's going to break through at some point or another. But Finau, to me, has the track record. And uh, I think plus 160 is a bargain with him in this three ball. Okay. I, I don't, I like Finau for DraftKings purposes. I don't know if I can get any like actual money behind him because I agree with you. He's not playing great, but the ball striking is still pretty good. And we just see this. I mean, the Spieth was the test case cam for this for yep. years. Like Spieth was awesome. Of course he was going to play well everywhere, but then he goes into the tank and he sucks. But where's the one place where he still continuously plays well? Links tracks at open championships. Yep. Finau's you know, kind of the lesser version of that right now. But he's playing better than Spieth was when Spieth was playing terrible. Agreed. Rob, by the way, I didn't mean to mock you. I I, I had Scheffler top five and top ten too, but I got got him even at top ten. But yeah, I don't want to have the same bets. But no, it's a great gonna, bet. If we're going to add graphite, titanium, aluminum, or fucking uh, tungsten, extra minerals, maybe one date, Pat, we should just do like six, but... I know I say this every time. You guys probably want to punch me in the face. It's just really hard to narrow it down to three. Do you want a silver? Yeah, I'll take a silver. I did find the Patty Harrington to make the cut, by the way. It's minus 163. That's not bad. Sold. I don't care about the Jews. Patty Harrington's like, he'll, I think he could be on like page two. I think he's a very, very underrated golfer. Let's go, Pat. You're going to love this one too with the European guys that get no respect. Ryan Fox, top 30. Plus 175. Is anybody watching this guy almost crack the top 10 in contention all the time? This guy's a shooter, man. Top 30 plus 175. I think this guy can actually win this tournament. I'm going to take Ryan Fox, and I think he's a great golfer, and I'm getting top 30 at almost 2-1. to one. Sign me up. He has 11 top 30s this year. He's actually been very, very consistent at finishing top 30 relative to everyone else who's priced in the same range as him. That was another one I was looking at, Cam. So I'm I'm on the same page as you. Yes. Hey, he nice is one of... databases check out. Yeah, I, I released... A, I just, I've just been making notes about the Open now for like you know a few months or so. And I dumped them all. Just I didn't know where to use them. If I didn't use them in my article, where the hell else was I going to use them? So I made like a bit of a Twitter thread out of it last night of just uh, basically a note stump. And he was the one that I was just kind of surprised and kind of forgot about. That there are, what is it, 18 players? Yeah, 18 players have made the cut in all of the majors so far this season. And he is one of them. Keith Mitchell is also mm-hmm. one of them. But he's not in this tournament. He's at the Barracuda. He is. He's the favorite. He's the favorite in Reno. Uh, So my silver pick, uh, he's never played in the Open Championship before, which is kind of terrifying. But I feel good because Morikawa was able to win in his first trip. And I just try to think about the guys that can do really well at this course and what we've broken it down to. Now, I do have an outright bet on him to win, plus the top eight each way that goes along with it. But top 20 for Denny McPutz, plus 280 to come inside the top 20. Denny is playing the best golf of his career right now. Elevated field, major championships, doesn't matter. Three top 10s in his past four starts. The other was a top 20 at the U.S. Open. And although the U.S. Open was a bit easier than maybe a lot of people thought, except for Cust, who kind of nailed it on that one, that it still wasn't a great course for Denny because you had to be able to hit the ball so far, and he just doesn't have that kind of power off the tee. What he specializes in is accuracy and putting. And at Hoylake, with these internal OBs all over the place, potentially wind coming, if he just keeps the ball in the fairway and putts like he normally does, he's going to come inside the top 10. So top 20 at almost 3-1, to one, I like it a lot. 
Yep. I'm with you there. I wish he had played the Scottish last week, honestly, just so we could have seen a little bit on these types of tracks, but the consistency is there. I agree with you, Pat. I mean, I don't know that he necessarily has the upside, but you're betting top 20, which is one of the bets where you're looking for a guy that's been a little bit more consistent recently. Uh, I like that one as well. So uh, I'm actually going to bet that right now while we're doing the video because uh, it excites me a little bit having more action this week. Yeah, in terms of top 20 finishes, he's finished outside the top 20 twice in his past seven, eight starts. And those are all good events that he's been playing. Yep. And I don't like Denny McCarthy, but I'm just looking at it and I'm thinking about, like, because everyone loves Brian Harmon this week, but Denny's a better player than Brian Harmon right now. And they're kind of the same. Harmon played well for three rounds, and then when the win came, he was absolutely toast, like Eric Cole. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he about Eric Cole. You know who's actually like kind of was... sneaky? Who's kind of sneaky this week? And when I looked at the simulator, I was actually stunned to see his name uh, up as high as it was. Is Ben Griffin? I just never really had a feel for him for this week. Nor did I. But just all of a sudden, there's Ben Griffin. He's like, in terms of win probability by the simulator, he's by like Tyrrell Hatton, who's not super high up, but. I just thought that was interesting. He was top 25 last week at the Scottish too. Not sneaky, Pat, but you mentioned him already. I really think Bryson is like, has a legit shot this week. I I, I know Cam hates him, but Bryson to me is the guy that like has, is kind of just flying under the radar right now. I don't see why, I get why people, I mean, I like Bryson. I think he's a very polarizing player. I just find him wildly entertaining, just like I do with Patrick Reed. And I like Patrick Reed this week, too. But if you just go look at Bryson's performances, basically since he started dropping the weight again, since St. Andrews last year, outside of the Masters, because Augusta is just going to give him a lot of problems, as we've seen, basically since he called it a par 67, he's been terrible at Augusta <laughs> National. But he was 20th at the U.S. Open. He was 4th at the PGA Championship. He was 8th at the Open Championship. And even when you start scanning some of his live results recently, like 5th, ninth, 2nd, yeah. 11th, like he's been kind of closer to the guy that was a top five player in the world than the guy that we saw for like a year and a half when he couldn't get it out of his own fucking way. Yep. I think just the the only concern I have is with this type of course where you get like the rocky terrain and like a lot of the uneven lies is those stupid wedges that are as long as seven irons, basically. I I don't know how he fares on these types of like uneven terrain courses, but consistently, I think over the course of his career, it hasn't been super great. Well, I think it depends on how you look at it. Like Augusta being one thing, Hoylake is way flatter than any of the other open championship venues. St. Andrews is probably like the hilliest, and he played really well there a year ago. And when he got his win, his first ever win on the PGA Tour, it was at TPC Deer Run, which is just historically a course that has a lot of uneven lies on it. There you go. You shut me up, put me in my place. Now he's going to be the worst guy in the field. DFL, Bryson. 156th. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's Victor Perez. The, the hardest thing with Bryson is I just don't think that he's any good in the wind, although it doesn't seem like there's going to be a ton of wind in the forecast. One thing that I appreciate about him, and listen, I, I, it's not going to play firm and fast like when Tiger won in 06 and he could hit five iron or two iron or whatever the hell he wanted to hit off every tee. The difference is Bryson's not afraid to do something like that. Like he will put his driver away, but he also hits his three iron fucking 300 yards. So it doesn't really matter that he will do that in this tournament if it does help him out. Like for as much as you know, people call him a scientist and all this stuff and all the stuff he tried to do to his body, his game management and his preparation is always, always top notch. No, and another thing, too, that can't be overlooked, 
this is the type of course where you could play like two or three different clubs and you just got to pick the right one. And that's one thing I'll give Bryson DeChambeau credit for. And you said it, Pat, and he's long. So it doesn't matter. Like other guys are going like his mind, the way he works. It's like, that's the beautiful thing I love about Lynx golf. You don't always have to hit the same club. There's so many ways to get it around there. And just, you have to be comfortable with the club that you select. And I think Bryson DeChambeau is one of those guys that could actually do that. I think he's kind of a gearbox with some of the things that he says, but I'm not going to take anything away from, uh, you know, his recent form. Yeah, just get him off CNN interviews and get him back on the golf course, and we'll be yes. fine, I think. Correct. So those were the silvers. How about the bronzes yeah. for this week? I'll kick this one off. I got a top 30 wager, so I got a top 40, a top 20, and a top 30. Uh, I messed around with it, but I thought that I wanted to make all of mine at least 2-1, to one, and this one is exactly 2-1. to one. Byun Hun An. Yes! Two to one to finish inside yes! of the top 30. I think we get him back to these slower greens. I think that kind of mitigates how terrible he is <laughs> in terms of putting. But uh, last week at the Scottish, obviously he qualified for this tournament. It's not, but it's not just based on one week of good play. He's been one of the best drivers of the ball all season long. It's really reignited his career in a weird way after he had to drop down to the Corn Ferry Tour, get his card back. And he's really made an impact this year. No super high finishes yet. But his driving is the strength of his game. He's very good around the greens. And I think that people forget, like, we thought that he was going to be an amazing player. He has a lot of Euro Tour experience. He won at Wentworth years ago. I believe that was him. I believe that was him, not Jun Hyun. Maybe I'm getting that wrong now. Now I'll feel like an absolute goober if that's not true. But I thought that he won at Wentworth, like, which is not a Lynx track, but it's also in Britain. Like, he just has a lot of experience over in these places where a lot of these other players don't. And even, in, I believe, in the 2014 Open Championship, he actually played quite well, too. Yes, he did. Did he? In, in yes. Enlighten me on that one. I just, yeah, he was I, oh, I was watching Golf Channel. They had an interview with him and stuff like that. At Hoy Lake, he actually played really well here. Let's get, get the result. But I think it was, like, inside the top. 10 or 20 like he played great he was 20 um, he was 26th that year okay. and ta taking a look Sorry. at his open champ no it's, it's fine close his open championship 26th in 2021 32nd 51st 59th 26th he has two missed cuts in there but outside of the year that he you know kind of won and came onto the scene on the pga tour it's probably the best golf he's been playing in a really long time the most consistent golf that he's been playing so i like ben ann this week i think he can finish top 10 that's a bit much is it? He can't putt. That's a real problem. Like I have. Can he win? No. Is he worth a sprinkle? He won. The, he won at Wentworth in 2015. So I was right on that. Okay. Minus 21. Anyway, I, th I, I love your pick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take him for top 30 and top 40 and top 20. Yeah. It's, it's Weird sort of like it's sort of like the Brooks stuff, where when we look at it, that. Brooks gets a lot of credit, Rob, because obviously he's great in major championships. He's never won the Open Championship. He has the three U.S. and two PGA or three PGA and two U.S., whatever it is. But when it comes to Lynx golf or European golf, like, hey, he played on the Challenge Tour. He played on the European mm -hmm. Tour before he came over, which is absolutely true, which I do think is a benefit to him. But he gets a lot mm -hmm. of credit for that. But it seems like anyone else who did that doesn't get any credit. And Ben Ann is one of those guys. Like, he has a win on the Challenge Tour. He has a win on the European Tour. This is where he played played before he came over to the USA. I think that could be an advantage for him. Well said. I think generally speaking, people are more fixated on the, the, the guys who are at the top of the odds board, right? And those guys will get the benefit of the doubt. If they've had something in their past history, that would make them better candidate to win here. People are trying to separate 
those guys that are at the top of the field from one another, whereas the guys that are further down, like Byung Hyun An, uh, probably don't don't get that because the average person is just like not really fixated on that, or it's not the greatest media story or something like that. So, I get your point. I think there's a lot of like hidden gems to uncover with a lot of these people. And you look at like the way golf tournaments are set up and how the odds boards work. Like you get these groups of people like that and just have you know twenty guys that are sixty to one. How do you separate one from the other? Well, you got to start digging deep and finding stuff like that. So. Uh, I, I think that's a good angle, Pat. Like, I'm a little bit concerned about, I, I think prior to the the third at the Scottish, he had a couple missed cuts and like a, a T50 or something like that. Because I remember looking at Ann yesterday, but um, he was on the radar. I just kind of soured on him because of some recent play. Yeah, he, he had a nice little run after the Wells Fargo. Listen, he can always putt himself out of a tournament. And that's something that even, like I said, with Daniel Hillier, it's something that he can do as well. Hell, Scotty Scheffler puts himself out of wins. He doesn't put himself out of tournaments, but he puts himself out of wins. That's why it's nice to have, like, betting on Denny, although watch this be the week Denny can't putt. But just having that guy seems so safe. But when you take a look at Ann, he was incredible to start the year. I think he made his first, geez, to open 2023, he made seven cuts in a row, peaking at the Valero, had a sixth-place finish. He had a third place last week at the Genesis. Previous to that, like you mentioned, 51st at John. Deer miscut miscut through Detroit at following the U.S. Open. But before that, top twenty-five, top twenty-five, top twenty for him at Memorial, at Charles Schwab, at the Byron Nelson. Like he's gonna be around, and the driving hasn't gone away. The approach play can be shitty, but it's always driving and chipping are always in the positive, regardless of the field that he's gonna be in. And well, approach play is gonna make you win this tournament. Average approach play won't take you out of this tournament in terms of missing cuts. Like, if you lose five strokes in two rounds, obviously you're going to miss the cut. So if you can just keep that around neutral, where he's been around all year, gain off the tee, gain around the greens, and pray he doesn't put himself out of the tournament, I think he'll be firmly in the mix. He'll be that guy that you see at the very bottom of, like, the the mid-tier of the second page of the leaderboard. Or even if he does, like, start sniffing contention at some point, he'll be the name that gets bumped for the name that everyone knows. Makes sense to me. I I... I... I follow, I get that logic. Like, uh, I, I'm, listen, for me, this tournament, and we, you know, we talked about it last time we did this. I honestly have no idea what's going to win. I like, typically speaking, you go into a major, you go into the US Open, you look at like the course history and the track, and, and you're like, these guys pop because they do this really well. I really think it's going to take an all around game to win this week. Uh, and, and like a lot of these guys just have good all around games. And then it's whoever gets hot or lucky with the putter. And if, if for Byung-Han Hyun-An, your concern is the putter. I mean, who knows? It's like four rounds. You could easily be fine for one given week. And then all of a sudden he finds himself in contention. So for this week, I found it incredibly challenging to try to separate these guys because I just don't think that there's like a dominant style of play at this course. I would tend to agree with that. I also cooked up an eight leg to make the cut parlay, a nine leg and a 10 leg, which we can go over a little <laughs> bit later on. But Cam, you have a bronze selection from the bronze age. You have a, to make the cut parlay, a Ryan Fox top 30. What are you adding to the podium? I also have a top 40 parlay, but that stuff, that's lottery ticket shit. So I'm going to go, I'm going to ask you guys, do you prefer Adam Scott top 40 plus 125? Or Colin Morikawa, top 20, plus 140. Morikawa. Morikawa for me, too. Sold! I think Colin Morikawa might win this week. Me, too. I'm betting him outright. Me, so too. Give me, give me him top 20. I'm going to do a top 10, too, but the safe, 
plus 140 for a top 20. I love Mork this week, falling under the radar. Nanu, Nanu. I think everything's going to be okay with him. I think, hey, what's his problem, guys? He hasn't putted well. What yep. does Link's golf, like, it, you know, what is it even out? Putting. Ball striking, top of the food chain. Driving top of the top. This guy's, that's the thing. And I and if he gets hot, which he did when he won the Open Championship, he will be there at the end with maybe another Claret Judd. Give me Colin Morikawa, top 40, guys. Let's rock. He also has the issue that he can't chip. And although, yeah. when, although when he yeah. won, he did. Like, it's really weird yeah. how good he can be. Like, when you go and look at his wins, like, when I, I listen, I bet on him all the time. I'm betting on him this Remember week. Remember Harding too. Park, Pat? That was one of the best, like, high, hybrids off the tee. What, what was that where he knocked it right on the green? Like, two. Yeah, uh, he, he, hit, he hit driver on number, I believe it was 15. Drove yes. the green, made the eagle. Yeah, he's, and uh, he chipped it. He chipped it in that final round, too. Like, he just knew the contours of that course mm. so well. And then he gets to the Open Championship. No one wants to bet him because he talked about how much he hates the Scottish Open, can't figure out the turf over in Scotland. Then all of a sudden, he's winning the Open Championship. And, like, yeah. he's hitting the fescue, chipping it to eight feet, and, like, walking in par putts. When I bet on him, he hits it to two feet and misses three putts from there. Yeah. Like, it's, it's absolutely yeah. insane. And you're going to know pretty quickly which Colin Morikawa you're going to get for the week. Like, I wouldn't throw him into a make-the-cut parlay. Absolutely not. I think of all of, like, the very top-end guys, like, he is so volatile because the putter can get so bad, and he can't chip like Scotty can chip, so he can't bail himself out. Like, the worst-case scenario for Scotty is if his irons are off a little bit, he just, you know, bump and, bumps and runs it to two feet and goes and knocks in the putt. That's not that big of a deal. If Morikawa is missing with his irons, it's like, oh, God, he's left himself 13 feet for par, and he might three-putt yeah. from there, and then he's absolutely I'm going to tell cooked. you, Pat, out of, the, out of the chalk, these are two guys that I think might miss the cut. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cantley and Spieth. Why Spieth? Just because he missed the cut last week? He's just not in good form. Yeah. I mean, uh, is he not in good form? He's either in uh, okay, real. Sorry. He's, he's that, either. That, that, you're right. That, that statement's not totally true. He's so erratic. Yes. That's the whole thing. He's just one of those guys. You, you, very similar to Morikawa, actually. I just don't feel Jordan's in his little groove over this time. I don't know. That, it, that's just my opinion. It's not. But you're right. He's actually had a lot of great results this year. I'm it, just worried about him this week. Like, I don't, I think he's a guy that might miss the cut. That's yeah, all he, I'm saying. He came fifth at Memorial following <laughs> a missed cut, and then he missed the cut yep. at the U.S. Open, then he missed the cut last week in Scotland. Like, yeah. he just hasn't played a lot of golf, but if you go look at his finishes, you're right. They're like a lot of missed cuts and a lot of top tens. You're damn right. So, yeah. yeah. Rob, close this out. Close out my grid here with your bronze pick. Um, Pre-hernia cam was all over the the nationality props. Post-hernia doesn't want to touch them, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give an honorary nationality prop for this week. I'm going to the top Swede, and I'm taking Henrik Stenson at plus three hundred, and maybe a gut feel play more than anything. Because who's he got to beat? Norn and uh, Norn and Norman and, Norin, Ling, and your Yo boy Lingworth. And Lingmurth. Oh, Lingmurth? Watch out for Lingmurth. That, that's the guy that's going to cause problems, I think. I was going to say, I, I like Bjork. I like Bjork plus 225. Bjork's Actually, been, I like Bjork. Too. Bjork's been awesome. He is good. So he I kind of just made a case against the other three. <laughs> and I, I, like honestly, again, so Stenson's three to one here. Norin's the favorite at two to one. And frankly, I mean, Norin's like number 167 off the tee this year. He's borderline top 100 in strokes gained approach. 
I don't think he has the game that's suited to really contending here or or playing well here, generally speaking. Bjork, I like. I mean, he's going going into last week, he had four straight top tens, but he's 0-4 at the open and making cuts. I think that there's a possibility he just falls off here. And Lingmurth, the same thing. Okay, tied for third last week. Prior to that, uh, he missed seven straight cuts. Like, it's not like he's in great form or anything like that. Stenson's played a lot better recently. Two top tens in his last three live starts. Obviously has success at the Open, having won it in 2013. Two for two in cuts made at Hoylake as well. I know the course is a little bit different. And you can't really put a lot of stock into that. But I think at three to one, uh, he's very live in this group. And I kind of think the pricing on Norton just kind of um, inflated him quite a bit. So I'll take Stenson top suite three to one. I like it. to play he, Bjork there. Yeah, I'd rather play Bjork as well, plus 225. But I understand the logic. I didn't realize that Stenson is playing as well as he is. And if we do kind of harp on that distance isn't irrelevant, but it's less of a factor than we think about, and accuracy is up there. I mean, who's more accurate than Henrik Stenson's three-wood? Even though he might no, need Pat, to— What, what I might, was trying he, to explain he, he, was I was trying to play Bjork. Like, you know, like, yeah, Bjork, the singer. Oh, and from ads sub- popped up. From Eastland! <laughs> Yes, Icelandic. Yes. The pride of Iceland, yep. Yeah. Whatever happened That's to Bjelk? She was in that movie. Yeah, she's not doing too much. Dancer mm-hmm. in the Dark? Yeah. Was that the name of that movie? Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with that. Rob, Rob is the opposite of Bjork. Dancer in the Dark, not... yeah. The the 2000 oh. musical drama film written and directed by Lars von Trier. Trier. Lars... Did you say 2000? You, you're going to be my lifeline on the show. That's quite impressive. <laughs> Yeah, Lars von Trier had a great run, and like I mean, it wasn't actually a great run. He had a great Oscars run. Him and Lass Hellstrom in like the early two thousands, just running, running through Academy Award nominations. Like, remember Chocolat? Sh- no... I think that was the Lass Hellstrom one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that one. Yes, yes, I do actually know that, Patrick. Yes, yeah, I, I, I think Lars von Trier was Dogville, and one of them did uh, Cider House Rules, I think. Cider, oh, dude, this is very impressive. Is this is really imp- impressive. It really yeah. is. Siskel and Ebert, who? It's Mayo now. He's in. You're out. Yeah, no, it was Lass Halstrom who did, uh, yeah, just the Scandinavian directors. They were all over the place. Yeah, I just remember Dogville. Any good Nicole movies Kidman. you've seen lately, Pat? I haven't been to the theater since uh, I, Tanya. Uh, I haven't seen a movie in theater since the Bond movie, I think. Cust and I oh, were going to yeah. go see Oppenheimer this week. That mm. actually looks pretty good. It yeah, does. It looks like it's going to do half the box office of Barbie, so everyone's just calling it Floppenheimer <laughs> Barbie. now. Barbie. Yeah, but what's half the box office of Barbie? It's probably still like fifty million or something. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I think it was like fifty-eight million or something. Which is, I, I, I don't know if it's great for. I don't know how much money they spend on Oppenheimer, but I don't know if fifty-eight million is the the opening weekend they were looking for. I mean, it's bad timing, right? With Mission Impossible too, as well. It's, Barbie it's not got the greatest. Ban- banned in Vietnam. They're not. They're not down with Barbie. Why? Mm. Is it to take shots? Or are they at- not down with Ken? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> does it take shots at Ho Chi Minh or something? <laughs> I have no clue, but I just read it. Like, I was like, okay. It's, All right. the deal. So we got some extras. So, Cam, you said you had like 800 other bets. What are some, some of your other bets? Uh, questions. Um, Brooks Kepka top 20 plus 105. Aluminum. Okay. Ty Hatton top 20 plus 115. Are we there? I like Hatton more than I like Fleetwood, but I guess if I was betting top 20, I'd probably want the Tommy top 20 because... You know, I'm he, still he... going to throw Adam Scott in there, top 40 plus 125. Rob already talked about the Scheffler, top 5 plus 190, top 10 even. I love your Ben on bet, top 40. 
I might take a shot with Bjork and Lingmurth. I always like Richie Ramsey too, kind of falling under the radar. Do you love Richie Ramsey because his name is Richie Ramsey? Like that's it? Just kind of like how I like Robert Rock and he doesn't wear a hat? I love Rob Rock. Best lid in the game. That Best, guy's that his, is his hair is, is amazing. Oh, no. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, he should be in a barber picture. Like, Pat, he has SEC hair, and he's British. Like, mm-hmm. Bob, you know when you go down to Vegas, you see the guy, like, in the Alabama thing, perfect part, just a big puff, nice little line. Like, that guy's lid is just, I don't even know how you get it that crisp. It's beautiful. You go into Top Cuts and ask for The Rock? But not the Dwayne yeah, the Johnson. You want the Robert. I'm really not feeling too well. Pat, I, just a tip for everybody, too, after hernia surgery. I, I didn't take a dump for five days, and now things have changed. That's not healthy. No, it's anesthesia, bro. It bungs you. And then, but once the party's over, it's over. Mm. Like you're in big trouble. Yeah. Well, and adding curry to the mix is probably a stupid move. <laughs> well, if you may, well, if you had to get it out, then that's it's a smart move. Yeah. Okay, so here's the ultimate. I played different versions of it, versions of this, but here is an ultimate to make the cut eleven man parlay. You ready for this? Listening, yeah. Dustin Johnson. I'm actually, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to text myself your parlay. Go. Dustin Johnson. Bryson. Yep. yep. Bobby Mack. I like that. Corey Connors. What's with you and Connors? You love this guy. Eh? He hits the ball straight down yeah. the middle of the fairway. Yeah, he, he does. He's a great driver. Yep. And, and if, if we're not like putting a big emphasis on putting this week, then we're probably good to yeah. go. Ryan Fox. Yeah, oh, I love the Fox, man. Patty Harrington. Patty, yep. Denny McCarthy. D McCarthy, yep. Ben Ann. Love it. Patrick Reed. Ooh, you're throwing in uh, the cheater. Good. I want a guy who cheats on my to make the cut parlay. Absolutely. He does yeah. what it takes. Yeah. Does what it takes. He's yeah. gonna go out there and earn that money for me. Kurt Kitayama. <laughs> wow. And Brian Harmon. B. Harmon. Okay. Now what's oh that thing's gotta pay boxcars. Seventy it, to one? It pays ninety to one. Yeah. Now that's the super version of it. I I played one that was just eight of them. No Reed, no Kitayama, no Harmon. And that paid I like, like that. 20 something or 30 something to one. <laughs> How do you think Corey Connors is going to do? Do you think he'll finish top 20? <sighs> yeah, I think he might finish top 10. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like him I this week. I like him. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, for what? I mean, he played. When you go back and look at the one that Morikawa won, which I think is going to be a closer comp to anything that we like, you basically throw San Andrews at the fucking window. Like, yep. Rory might play well at both, but great players play well at every course so that's irrelevant when you take a look at the rest of the players that were kind of inside the top 10 a year ago like cam young and that sort of player and then you take a look at the was it royal st george's where morikawa yep. won it was like mac hughes bobby mac like Corey connors uh, dylan fratelli like that type of player louis was oh, up there. buddy dylan fratelli <laughs> hey we're up at the squash court next that guy's glasses are too much dude we're on the golf course we're not playing racquetball uh, any any first oh I, I did want to ask you you said about, first round leaders Pat yeah first round leaders yeah hit me hit me with some first round leaders Adam Scott you love Adam Scott this week is it because you looked he's at a, the leaderboards he's a of two, great first you, round you, you saw you saw two thousand six you saw two thousand fourteen yeah. you saw him top ten in both so you're all in basically yeah, yeah. and let's 
Okay, let's get another guy. Xander. Uh, Xander for first round. 35 to 1, Xander, first round. Uh, if, you, if you go to a place that's open 365 days a year, there's a boost of Xander first round leader to 50 to 1. Wow. How many tournaments have we seen him get off to a hot start round one and two and then kind of fall off afterwards? I mean, it's a pretty consistent theme for him. What about Ryan Fox, Pat? I mean, that you're, spe- gonna... you're speaking my language now because I just love taking absolute, like, long shots. Uh, the one I was actually thinking about from the top of the board was Dustin, 40 to 1 first round leader. You know what? That actually, that's a good, like, he, yes, if he if he's on, he could slay this course early. I agree with you. And he's played well in, like, the opening few. I mean, he missed a bunch of putts at Oak Hill and then played really well in round two. Or was the opposite. What about Hovland? He always comes out of the gate hot. I, he does. I just, I am so anti-Hovland this week. I'm anti-Hovland. I'm anti-Cantley. I'm anti-Xander. Just throw those, shoot those guys into the fucking sun. I'm with you, man. Uh, Bryson, 55 to 1, first round leader. I think I'd rather play that Xander 50 to 1. Uh, I, I will play that Xander one. That's uh, I without disagree. A... I'm actually going to, I think Bryson, I think is actually, he could go. I kind of like Bryson. Pizzola might be onto something. Xander, you're right though. He's he's one of those guys. He's a Thursday warrior, right? So, but I think Bryson DeChambeau can go low too. So we'll throw Chuck Bryson on there. Uh, Fox is only seventy-five to one. I don't care. Mm. I bet him to outright at eighty. This guy could win the friggin' British Open, man. I love Ryan Fox. The guy's got all game. Pat, that price is crazy. He should be like fifty to one. No, he shouldn't. Yes, he should. <laughs> no, he really yes, he shouldn't. Should. Xander is fifty to one. He, I'll, I'll take Fox. Give me odds. I'll take Fox over Xander fucking shot. Why do I have to give you odds if you, why do I have to give you odds if you just said they you think they should be the same? Listed. You just said they should be the same odds and now you I, want I'll odds. Take I'll take it for even money. I'll take it even money if I we want to go. get plus something. No, well, but you say, okay, if you no, think, no. if you think it should be plus something, then they shouldn't be the same odds now, should they? You know what, Rob? <laughs> Since I got a big fucking fat mouth, sold. I'll take Fox <laughs> over Shoffley, you fucker. <laughs> Hundred bucks, done. Uh, Kitayama. That, that witness. I would like one and a half strokes. <laughs> no, oh. no, we're oh, doing okay. straight up. You oh, said they should be the You said they should be the same odds, Cap. You can't just take strokes afterwards. <laughs> if they should be the same odds, yeah, you're right. But the difference is, I need Xander to shit the bed on Sunday because he was there for a while. Yeah. Fox fished T12, but he doesn't gag on Sundays like uh, ZS does. Yeah, he won't have the chance to gag because he's gonna miss the cut. So, so is it? So, is your bet for the full tournament or just first round leader, which we were talking about? What do you want? To, it'd be fair for a tournament, Pozzola. Let's do tournament. Let's, let's do tournament. It's yeah. it's. I, I got do tournament. So, what do we do? We either do cash, or I go up to Wags, or one of the those fucking. We'll, we'll figure out. We'll figure Bring it your dad out. out, and we'll fucking bet horses all afternoon yeah. long, and the beers and wings are on me. Yeah, Got they change. They change. They don't have the buffet anymore. It's all a la carte at uh, Woodbine. But we'll we'll do a nice we'll do a nice meal and bet some ponies. Why is everyone shutting down buffets? Like I just like God, man. I love buffets. It's choice. You and it's you true. and Cust. You and Cust are all in on buffets. Well, who the fuck is it? If I want like seven different items, like when I go to the Chinese thing and they go dinner for three, and I'm like, I don't want chop suey, motherfucker. I want. <laughs> I want the I want like the beef and broccoli like they always put chop suey in. That is the shittiest dish like out of all the Chinese food. It's ghetto. Like no 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 no. Don't trick me with that. I usually do the switch for like a pad thai, a curry, or something else, an extra two bucks. Like get that stuff out of here, right? Pizzola, you got to admit though, 
Buffet's nice because go to the carving station. I want a little bit of turkey. I want a little bit of roast beef. Give me some of this. Not too many carbs. Quality meats. Fuck, if they have oysters at a, at a buffet, holy Christ, I'll break somebody's leg. You called a Chinese guy a motherfucker for putting chop suey in your in your meal? No, no, I didn't mean it like that. Like, Bizeen, this is my best friend. I'm just saying it's a real shitty move by the restaurant to always add chop suey. It's a low-grade, like, they well, should it's, have it's a, a better a, item. It's value for the restaurant to throw it in there. They got to make money somehow. They're not going to put the every. They're not going to put everything that's good. You think chicken balls and fucking fried shrimp? Well, it's a Come good. Po- it's a very good point. It's a good point. It's a good. Chicken point. fried rice is actually the value of the place because they give you a whole big tin of it if you get the shrimp and chicken and the, the mix. I, just one more thing in terms of oysters at the buffet. No, thank you. No, thank I, you. I, you really got to question the, the grade of those oysters when you see them at a buffet. It's. And you pour vodka on them with a little bit of hot sauce and slide them down like Joey Chestnut. They're not, they're not going to serve you poison oysters. Well, they I'm not can. saying that they're going to be poison. That's not what I'm suggesting. You ever gone to they... Rodney's Oyster House on King? Uh, yeah, those oysters are top of the fucking food chain, bro. I could eat a hundred of them. Just nee, 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 nee. Yeah, like an escalator. I agree. But it, that, I got served. And that's a buffet. In... They oh, leave I... them out on the ice. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right. So Fair enough. I don't mean to get this upset, but man, no, no, it's, I tell okay. oysters are great. I'm actually going to go to the Adonis markets today. They got a box of Malbecs. Yeah. When I'm done, this, I love shucking oysters. I, I, I'm not suggesting oysters. I love oysters too. I think Pat maybe I don't know if Pat's deal is with oysters, but I, I oysters at a buffet to me, that, that's like my cue. Stay clear, basically. That, that, that was the point that I was trying to make is that if you want to go for oysters, go to like an oyster house or to somewhere yeah. that will give you like, no, Six of them Pat, or ten it, of them. It's that, about where they place them, though. If they're on, it's not about where the they buffet. place them. They're probably the old fucking oysters from out back. Like, yeah, <laughs> give those on the buffet. And oysters, oysters I, I, can go. Just... Uh, there's seafood. If not, seafood can go the other way real quick. And I don't want to be involved in that. So, what's the dirtiest seafood then on a buffet? Oh, lobster. Lobster's fucking disgusting. Trash yeah. of the sea. I, I love lobster. I, people do, but it, it's a fucking the pigeon of the bottom of the ocean. Cra- crab legs are a winner. I've seen guys put like people in headlocks for good crab legs. Yeah, yeah. Sca- actually, scallops. That's oh. a, that whole. I, I'm I'm all in on scallops. I love scallops. We, we agree. Scallops yes. with and add bacon too. That's yes. your two fucking par- mm. uh, item parlay there. Oh yeah. That, that, that is, I don't care if it's on a buffet. That is a good parlay. See, I I don't think I'd want that at a buffet either. If but buffet, ice. I just I don't trust buffet food. Why are they giving it away I'm, for so I'm, cheap? I'm not a big buffet guy personally. I'd rather sit down. Selling oysters order. at the Golden Corral. If you go to a place, it's usually pretty respectable. They have a guy who shucks them. There's an area of ice, and I know that they're not going to serve you poison. We're also going to be sued. I would. Come on, guys. I would. I mean, poison and getting food poisoning are two separate things. Or just feeling like True. shit. Like even if it's a bit off, seafood can just make you feel like crap for two days. I'm all in on breakfast buffets because you can't really fuck up breakfast. Like even mm. though the bacon's not ten out of ten bacon, you're just happy there's a pile of bacon. Oh yeah, you could fuck up breakfast with those powdered eggs that they try to mm. call authentic eggs. That's a disaster. You can skip on the eggs because you can get some yeah. sausage. You can get some link sausage. Yeah, but the eggs are the sausage. staple. No, yeah. the eggs are a staple. No, they're not. 
And most good yeah. buffets and have you need rye most bread good, and sourdough good, too. None of this other shit that most, they're like putting out there. They're most good breakfast bagels. buffets have like an egg station where someone will make you an omelet or scramble right. your yes. eggs or do whatever. Good yes. Call. Good I call. love that. Uh, yeah. Big fan of that. What do you right want in your omelet? Mushrooms? This? Yeah, that's yeah. that's. You what know what I, I say, Pozzola, just like Burger King. Run it through the garden twice. <laughs> Let's go. I have whatever a f- you got more. <laughs> Here are a few guys, first round leader over a hundred to one that I am considering placing some Can money. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I've mentioned I think their names throughout the course of this show. So yes, actually, go ahead. you did. I and I oh, you also I texted your parley. So Kurt Kittyama. Yeah, he's one hundred and ten to one. Uh. Who else is another guy you're probably going to say? I'd have to say Patrick Reed's probably up there. No, he's not. None of the guys in the Make the Cut parlay are over 100 to 1 as first round leader except for Kiyama. No, he's like 75. He's the same odds as Ryan Fox as first round leader. Padrick Harrington. No, he's like 80. Ben Griffin. Ben Griffin. Brian Harmon. Brent, Brian Harmon's like 60 to 1 first round leader. The first Jeez. round leader market is not good this week. Yeah. Ben Griffin's 200 to 1. My guy, Thirsty Lawrence, is 160 to 1. Oh, st- See, dude, you got a, You think I got a Richie Ramsey problem? You got a Thurston <laughs> Lawrence problem. You mean, you, mean the guy, you, mean, you mean the guy who's won three times on the Euro Tour in the past 12 months? Not the guy who maybe made a cut once? You're being really hard on Richie Ramsey, but you're right. I like Lawrence too. He's come through for me. Uh, Yous Lauten is like sort of the under the radar version of Alexander. Oh, I love Juice Luton. Yeah, the Juice Lutoner. Yeah, he's got the best best cherry curl in the biz. He's 140 to one, uh, and Daniel Hillier is 140 to one. Will you take Mm -hmm. my Daniel Hillier versus Ryan Fox low Kiwi bet? Ooh, what what are are the odds? What are you going to give me? Why, no, I, why, I, why I, do I, I have, why do I have to give you anything on the guy who's two hundred and eighty to one? If I'm going to go straight up with Pozzola, you're going straight up with me. I am Hillier not going. I didn't say that Daniel Hillier should be seventy-five to one to win this tournament. He's three hundred to one to win this tournament. Okay, yeah. so what do you want from me? I'm trying to think. Well, Rob, what do you think would be the market on that? Because I can't find low New Zealand. I can I can make a price for you here really quickly. Fox should be about a buck fifty. No, uh, he's, he's going to be more than that. Fox against who did we say? Uh, Daniel Hillier. Come on, cut me some slack. Why do I have to to cut you some slack? Because I'm not laying 200 in a fucking golf matchup. I can tell you that. Daniel Hillier is 300 to 1 to win this tournament, Rob. And Ryan Fox is 90 to 1 to win this tournament. Okay, so based off of the the market prices right now, in a head-to-head, Ryan Fox would be somewhere around minus 225. I'll give you a minus okay. 200, Cam. Sold. So what are we doing? What's what's the cash amount well, now? I, I, don't, I, I don't live by you. We'll go uh, 100 to me if I win, 50 to you if you win. Can I send it through my bank? I've learned how to do all that stuff now. <laughs> well, I'll just, I'll, I'll dock. I hope I'll, so. It's I'll, 2023. Actually, I have PayPal too now. I've really oh. stepped up. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what the fuck Venmo is, but. Well, we don't have that in Canada. We don't have Canada. Venmo's not available in Canada. Send me the money, Venmo. I'm like, what the fuck? It sounds like a lawnmower. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll get you PayPal or just email you the money. Fuck. (laughs) That will do it. On the Pat Mayo Experience. Best bets. Open championship. Thank you all for watching. Cam. Well, you're already in the draw for $2,000 because you subbed to the newsletter, Please let me win. (laughs) I love $2,000. I got to pay for my furnace that broke down. Entersource called. Ring, ring. The money's due. I owe them seven grand. Broke on Christmas Eve. Well, Coldest day of the year. 
I, I hope that maybe listen, I, I'm drawing the names are going to be done by a random number number generator. I understand. As uh, I think Best is the one who's putting everything together of every all of the ballots that go in. He has a good like algorithm for tracking all this stuff. But you can rate and review the audio podcast on both to get 15 ballots in. I enjoy it. Do you know how to download podcasts? Yes, I do, Patrick. Oh. Remember when you guys tried to screw me with the Zoom thing and I figured it out on my phone? No, no, nobody tried. Way. Nobody tried to screw you. Let's step back here. <laughs> there, there, there was no screwing. Ha- it was, no, you but couldn't I'm figure it out. No one tried to screw thought, you. Okay, just, just please. I know I talk a lot out of my ass, but this is straight up facts. You guys thought I was going to fail miserably, and I actually surprised you. I was in yes. there, bing, bing, bing. You're right. It you were able, you were yes. able to click on the link we sent you and download the Zoom app on your phone. We didn't screw you out of the Zoom no. app. <laughs> You're sounding it's like making a fucking piece of toast. Like, there's a few other steps. But no, no, it's actually as simple as me making. In fact, it's maybe easier, easier for some people to download Zoom on their phone than it is to make toast. That's I would not disagree. an exaggeration. Well, Matt, you accept personal checks. Uh, uh, Cam, you, b- before I let you go, Rob, you too. Uh, Hammer.bet, by the way, if you want to see mini putt loser Rob Pizzola. Over yeah, there. gagger. Yeah. You Very know what, gag. Cam? I, the first watch along you did, you commented on how good my putting stroke was. You're pleasantly surprised. I gave you credit, man. You did. I you credited you me. Credit. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. True friend right there. Those guys were ripping you. And I'm like, Pozzola's got good form. I just don't, you just got to not be a Xander Shoffley on Sunday. Yes. You got to figure it out. Now, I need someone strong. there trailing me, telling yes. me to calm down, yes. take a breath. Yeah. Oh, you need a caddy. You need what Cust had. The best I've ever seen Cust play. We went up to Cabot and we all got caddies. Exactly. And he, he got this one guy who was just like, oh, Timmy boy, that's a great shot. Yep. Oh, if he, if he put it like somewhere near the woods, don't worry, Tim, my son, we'll find that over there <laughs> yes. for you. And Cus was like smiling and bouncing down the fairway. Yeah. <laughs> these are huge. People don't understand. Like if you have a, like I'm watching some of these events, Pat, I'm watching the Barbasol. Guy's like, he hasn't looked at the scoreboard. All that. Like some caddies, like you got to be on top of things. Like remember when Tagala lost, like, dude, hit a three wood, like, it's one of those things, like, I think it's kind of underrated. Like, good caddies step up, and sometimes they tell people that things that they don't want to hear. It's part yep. of the job. For sure. Now, Rob, at the hammer.bet, if you start a new show with yourself and maybe someone else who, like, loses down the stretch, you get John Vandeveld on the show or something, you can call oh, it the... Fuck. Great man. You can I met ca- him at the Masters. What a guy. You can call it the Gaggers, and then you'd be really big on you porn too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, Pat, honestly, though, John Vandeveld, I rode a cart with him at Augusta. One of the nicest guys. Him and Steve Stricker in the nice category. Top of the top, top. Great guy. Does Stricker ever lose any of the the Champions Tour events? He just win every single week. Because he has great karma. He's nice Mm -hmm. to people and stuff and everything. That guy is as real as the day is long. I cleaned his golf clubs when I worked at Credit Valley when they had the CPGA. I didn't want to say this. It was him versus Mike Weir. I was cheering for Stricker. Like, no. go, go that's because you're a traitor to our country, Cam. Uh, Thanks no, very much it's for admitting that. Mike Weir. No, it's obviously it was really it nice. That's all I'm saying. That's... Mike Weir is actually a pretty good guy, but I'm I like Stricker more. That's all. I did cheer for Shawn Michaels against Bret Hart. What? Up, so I'm also uh, yeah. Wow, that's so weird. Yeah, yeah. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I agree. Pretty boy. You get the yeah, fuck Rob, Rob, Rob was hitting puberty and sexy boy yeah. Shawn Michaels was coming up. Yeah, it was it's, sexy it is. boy. It's true. 
I did like the sharpshooter, though. I'd like to put my friends in the sharpshooter. That was a banger of a finisher. I'm par for the course that this guy likes Shawn Michaels. I just, I mean, I I do enjoy Shawn Michaels myself, but he's no Brett. He's no excellence of execution. Let's be real here. But I I must say, if you are our, like, within five years plus or minus of my age, that if you didn't spend the 90s putting your friends in sharpshooters, what were you doing? Exactly. Exactly. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Chris Jericho. Still. Stone Cold Steve Austin. WCW Chris Jericho. When he printed out the list of 1,004 oh. holds and read them all out off dot matrix paper. <laughs> yes. He was so good on the mic. Oh, that guy, yeah, oh, he was great. Right. He's got yeah. Very uh, good. Outright bets, Cam. Who do you got so far? Uh, not many, Pat. It's only, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, Tuesday today? Colin Morikawa. Uh, Ryan Fox. Sorry. Uh, what else am I doing? And there was one more that I thought I had too. Who the hell was it? Was it Kepka? I think I might have took Kepka on a boost. All right. So we got for me, Rob. I'll run these by you. I I opened up a uh, a, a site on Monday morning that was hanging a ten to one on Scotty Scheffler. So I bet Scheffler at ten to one. Morikawa oh, at Morikawa at thirty five and DJ at forty. And then I went with three bombs. Denny. 125 to one with the top eight Kitayama 200 to one with the top eight. And uh, that same book that had Scheffler at 10 to one also has C woo Kim at 200 to one. So I bet him too. And I bet Max Kiefer 75 to one and Sean Crocker at 90 to one for the Barracuda. Oh, I love the crock pot. Yeah. He's all right. <laughs> I, uh, I bet Scheffler as well, which is basically like a break. Even if he wins for me, uh, I have Bryson oh. in the 75 to one range, Corey Connors in the 90 to one range. Sam Burns and Colin Morikawa. You know what? Burns is actually going under the radar, Pazola. He's been playing a lot. But like People aren't realizing, Pat, he looked pretty good the last few weeks. I mean, he, he? he has Max Homa syndrome. Show me something in a major, and maybe I can yeah. get behind you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Got to show Pat something, or else he's not going to get behind you. Am I going to bet Bryson DeChambeau because of you guys? I just don't. I mean, I, did, I didn't bet Bryson, but I'm interested in some sort of market with Bryson. Maybe it's a head-to-head. Patrick Reed, Bryson, Sir, I mean, Sergio's not in this, I don't think, but uh, just all these guys that people don't like. It was like Poulter for years. Grayson Murray is another one. Like, you just get good odds on head-to-heads and people against them because <laughs> no one Murray, likes them. Pat. At the Barbasol, he shit the bed on that. But he was—I thought he, he was going to win. He shit the bed. He was like eight under through ten holes on Sunday. <laughs> no, yeah. and then the part that he took a double and he was done. Like that tournament, you can't. Anyway, you're right. He was on fire. Early, <laughs> well, Pat, if you want to bet on Bryson, you can ask Cam. He'll probably give you three to one on Bryson against Ryan Fox. That's true. His favorite. 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 So what were our the side bets again? Before I. Uh... The best yeah, head to head, the best head to head of the week is I have Matthew Southgate against Cus Matthew Fitzpatrick or Alex Fitzpatrick. Sorry. Oh, that's a great bet. You got Southgate versus a Fitzpatrick. Yeah, but because with Cus, with Cus, because Cus was going on about he's he's very upset that everyone was just saying how Matthew Southgate is going to win this tournament and all this stuff, and I don't believe anyone ever said that. No one said that. Actually, I've not heard that. Southgate, but that's a great bet. Cus likes to uh, argue with the voices inside of his head. I think. I I would tend to agree with you. I got I'd problems love to meet too. Cust. I should I should defend Cust more because I got a lot of major issues myself. But so our bets, Rob, are uh... I got Xander Shoffley straight up against um, Fox, Fox, God, and then I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, and then and with you, and with you, uh, Pat. Yeah, uh, I have I, I, I have Daniel Hillier versus Ryan Fox at two to one. So I win a yeah. hundred, you win fifty. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's have fun. 
Yep. Let's see. Ryan Fox missed cut. That's what I'm. That's yeah, but what he, I'm he's doing. in those to make the cut parlay. So how about he makes the cut and comes seventy oh. fourth? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. makes yeah. the cut and then just withdraws round three. Even better. Excellent news. They've guaranteed the winners fuck? for all of us. <laughs> yeah, you guys are such fucking shitheads. Anyway, whatever. Uh, it's all good. Pat, I miss you. It's been a while. Pizzola actually complimented you on your putting, but you got to figure out how to close the deal. You can't yep. choke in a mini putt tournament. I might. I'm, I'll bring you out as caddy next time. Uh, no, it may. Do I get ten percent? I yes, you would. I had I did have a caddy, by the way, but after like four holes, he gave up on me. He was like trying to, he's like, yeah, breathe, it's okay. And then it just was too hot in Myrtle Beach, so he's just trying to find shade the whole time. What's basically. the purse? Like, if you won, what do you get? Like five dimes? I'm uh, I'm competing as an amateur, so I actually can, cannot. I'm not eligible. For uh, so I don't even get ten percent. Well, you'd get you'd get a sale. fee for coming out there. We're not, I you know, there's. Yeah, I'm not going to pay just... for my hotel and some Yay. food. Yeah, of course. That's that. That was the plan. That Could, was the plan. Excellent. Why are you retaining your amateur status in mini golf? Are you trying to like make the Thank Olympics? You, Pat, you need to get paychecks. Like, is there any well, downside to turn like pro? You're like man. You're on well, the tour now. Get money. I'm actually not, for one. First of all, I don't want to pay money to enter these competitions because I'm going to get smoked by these pros. Like, these pros are absurd. They play the same mini golf courses for 30 years. Yeah. They know exactly how to hit every single shot, depending on the time of day. Like, it's it's crazy. I could practice at 10 a.m. If I play at 3 p.m., the course is entirely different. I have no idea what I'm doing. So that's why I don't want to, I don't want to put money up to compete against these guys and come last. Well, you, got, you know what I've noticed though, too, Pozzola, like that's not fair that you guys got to get with all you, the new young guys on tour. You need new stops that these guys haven't seen. There's going to be some new stops. You know right what? Here. You Putting should start, edge, I've heard. You should start the live tour of mini putt and see what happens. <laughs> get the Saudis behind you. You'll be good. <laughs> That merge was... in two years, make a ton of money. Exactly. Yeah, merge with them. And now uh, everyone who joined the <laughs> or Rob, you can, Or, or you can step into live. the clubhouse and come back in a hockey bag. That's, Your choice. That's the most likely scenario, I would say. Cam Stewart, Rob Pizzola, go check them out both at SportsGrid and thehammer.bet. Follow them on Twitter as well. Enter that contest because I'm giving one of you 2000 bucks. If you don't enter, you can't win, and it's free to enter, so I don't know. Sub to the newsletter. You can find all of the stuff down there for how to enter and how to get your ballots. Winner announced on Monday's show. Join the Listeners League, smash the like, and sub to the channel on the way out. Tomorrow, I am live with Toe, Tag, and Tambo at 9.15 a.m. Eastern to finalize everything for the Open Championship. So you best be there, okay, pals? I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.